Hi, I'm Bill's defensive end, Greg Russo, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circling the Wagons podcast. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills! Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey, Bills Mafia. Welcome to the first preview episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. This is the 2023 Buffalo Bills season, and we are here to discuss with you the Bills versus Jets game on Monday Night Football. We're going to preview this game. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about some of our, we're going to talk about the injuries. We're going to talk about some of our bets on this game and a couple of other games. We're going to bring some gambling into it because we are sponsored by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at Delago. If you're in the Western New York or Central New York area, do yourselves a favor, go on down. Head on down Route 90, get off at exit 41 in Waterloo, and check out the Delago Resort and Casino. Um, everything's everything's a blast there. The, the sports book, the food, the gambling. I mean, it is it is a great time. We're so lucky to have such a cool spot like that in the area, just within driving distance. Um, but we're going to discuss a lot of fun things uh, in this episode. But first, I'm joined by my co-host, John. John, the Buffalo Bills 2023 season is upon us. How do you feel, man? Feeling good. I can taste the Super Bowl already. <laughs> nice. Nice. You know, it's funny. I, I this We've been so inundated. So, like, we've been doing podcasts ever since last season. We've only taken a couple weeks off, if it, if that, um, this entire off season, And we've just been recording. We've been talking bills. We've been talking, you know, everything from the end of the postseason to, f- to biggest needs on the roster, to free agency, to the draft, to training camp, OTAs, DeMar Hamlin stories, all that fun stuff. Training camp, you know, preseason. And now we're here. It's funny because, like, the Jets are always in the back of your mind. I liken it to like uh, a paper that you have to write in college, like, you know, it's coming and then it's the night before and you're like, oh crap, that's tonight. (laughs) Like I've been so busy, you know, playing video games or whatever. Like I forgot that I had that paper due. Well, that's tonight. That's, that's this Jets game that we're about to preview. So um, a lot of things happening with the Jets um, and the AFC is in general, but we're going to focus on the Jets in this episode. John, in general, before we get into this specific game, what are your thoughts on the season in general, because this is a Buffalo Bills team that a lot of people are writing off in the national media. Does Vegas write off Buffalo? Vegas does not write off Buffalo. They still have the best odds uh, by far to win the AFC East, but a lot of the national media talking heads are saying that this is not the Buffalo Bills year to make the Super Bowl, to make a deep run in the playoffs. A lot of them don't even have the Bills winning their division. Um, What are your thoughts on that and... uh, and this Bills roster in general headed into the season. I actually kind of think it's a good thing. If you remember the beginning of last season, they were like hands down number one Super Bowl favorite, and it was a lot to live up to those expectations. They had 14 wins, 14 and three, despite battling through all kinds of adversity. Um, I mean, we've we've said it all before, um, but this time I think, well, first of all, the Jets are overhyped. Right. Can we agree on that? The Jets are really overhyped. They're, they're so overhyped. I mean, but maybe for good reason. We're going to get into that. But yeah, yeah, they are definitely overhyped. But I think I think this is uh, this is good for the Bills to ha- not have that. Um, I mean, it shouldn't affect. I mean, honestly, it shouldn't affect it either way. But like from a, a, I guess a fan perspective, them not having that expectation where it's like you know everybody says you're going to win the Super Bowl or it's you know that's or, or nothing you know so I, I think that's that's probably a good thing they don't have to worry about that but I, I mean they're professionals I don't I don't think that matters to them as much as it might us if that makes sense oh yeah yeah this I, I think that that's one of the biggest benefits of them going into this season is that they're not the favorites they're not the the darlings of the NFL to pick and you know what's funny is I and I'm sure you'd agree with me to a point John is this roster from top to bottom, is at least as good as last season when they went thirteen and three in the regular season, if not better 
than what it was. And I think that it's a matter of like the, the national media kind of has like this stuff gets old quickly for them. Like every, Oh, who's the, who's the, you know, who's a cute new girl on the block. Right. Like it's, it's like that sort of like, what, what's the sexy thing that's going on right now? You know, who, who can I, who can I latch onto? Who can I, who's trending right now? Right. And the Buffalo bills just aren't trending. I put a post, a, a reel on uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you follow us, circling the wagons podcast and all the, and it was like the Tom Segura skit, which he was talking about the first 48 hours TV show. And he's like, the reason why they call it the first 48 hours, he's like, is because that's how long each murder case gets before they stop doing any investigations into it. <laughs> he's like, what happens after 48 hours? All the detectives are like, man, that's some old shit. Let's find something else to do. <laughs> like, that's that's how I feel like the Buffalo Bills are. Like the national media is just like, like we as Bills fans were like, this team's really good. Like they've gotten better at offensive line. They've gotten better at defensive line. They've gotten better <clears throat> at cornerback with Trevor white coming back. They have really good young cornerbacks. Um, the same Micah Hyde is back at safety. Uh, the interior offensive line, like I mentioned, is short up now. It's best it's been since Josh Allen has been here. Um, we have Gabe Davis without an ankle injury, which could be huge. Um, you know, they got Puna Ford in the offseason. You have a healthy Daquan Jones. Like there's a lot of reason besides middle linebacker. I mean, this team top to bottom is as good, if not better than last season. And the rest, and the rest of the, and the rest of the national media is like, nah, that's some old shit. Like, let's 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 move on to something else. And that's kind of how I see this. But I think this works in our favor. The Bills always do better as underdogs, and I think this is kind of how they're viewing it, which is a good thing. All right, so one of the let's talk about the Bills Jets uh, game in general. It's on Monday Night Football on ESPN, and it is the Bills are now favored by two and a half points in New Jersey. So the Bills, the the Jets fought the Bills hard. Both games last season. I mean, if you think about it, the Jets did finish seven and ten last season, which was worst in the AFC East. But the the Jets played the Bills very tough twice last season. The Bills lost to the Jets in what was it, week three or week four last season, and then they they barely beat them at the end of the season when they when they met again. I think it was twenty to twelve. So this Jets team, which was already very good and already really tested the Bills well on defense and also with the run game. I mean, they're bringing back Brees Hall after injury. They're bringing back, uh, they brought Dalvin Cook onto the roster. You're talking about a really good defensive line headlined by Quinn and Williams. You're talking about Garrett Wilson, which was the offensive rookie of the year, and Sauce Gardner, who was the defensive rookie of the year. Uh, you're talking about all those players. And then now you throw in Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, Aaron Rodgers, who's just two seasons removed from an MVP season. So, John, I have to ask you, like when you look at this, a lot of things are going right for the Jets. We mentioned all the things going right for the Bills. There's a lot of things going right for the Jets. Do you are you worried about this game at all? And uh and where do you see this game kind of going? I think this I think the Tecmo Bowl game is too much of a distraction. You need to turn that around. So so for those that don't know, I mean John John is watching this Tecmo Bowl simulation we're doing of the Bills Jets game with like updated rosters. He downloaded this cool ROM off techmobile.org. And uh, so we're going to use that for like, you know, our bet segment. Cause after we talk about this bills jets game, we're going to say who we think is going to do well. And he's watching that thing nonstop. He's got the monitor right next to him. He's not paying attention to a word. I'm saying <laughs> you're just, you're just not, but that's okay. That's okay. Why don't you, you, you okay. Yes. Luckily it's all simulated. So like, he's not actually playing it. Like, because then he definitely wouldn't be able to pay attention. But after the simulations over, I might have to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so are you worried about this Jets team that we're facing now? That the likes of which we haven't seen before. No, um, I'm not. Um, I mean, they have a really good defense, um, but you know, after that, I mean, they they upgrade their quarterback. You know, aging veteran. I really see only one really good receiver from them, Garrett Wilson. After that, it's there's some question marks. Um Bills have one of the best secondaries in the NFL for sure. Um and everybody seems to be healthy. Um the only thing they're missing really is Von Miller for the first four or five weeks. Um that secondary is, is twice as good as it was. I mean you they have Tredavious White back, which they didn't have in that first game. They have Micah Hyde back, which they didn't have 
in that first game. And for all intents and purposes, he told the media today, the, the day that we're recording this, that he there's no question that he'll be playing against the Jets, even with the back injury. So you got that. You have you don't have Von Miller, which you had last season. You don't have Von Miller this year, but you do have Leonard Floyd, pass rushing, an, a, a healthy Greg Rousseau, which we didn't have all of last season um, necessarily. So, and on offense. You know, we mentioned Connor McGovern is is there now to to help protect and Osiris Torrance. Osiris Torrance won the starting job. Your guy, Osiris the virus, cyborg Osiris Torrance. So there's lots of things to be excited about as Bills fans. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so you, yeah, you mentioned uh, Osiris. Um, I might have not listened to what you said before. Yeah, you that, need but, to turn uh, that off. Turn it around, Bernard. man. <laughs> you're watching it like it's a game. <laughs> like you're watching the, the Chiefs-Lions game. You're like, yes, no. You're like throwing up. You're just, you're, it's almost like you're practicing for it's watching like the Bills overtime. game. <laughs> um, no, but like, yeah, like the three new starters, right? You got Osiris Torrance, uh, Christian Benford, and... Um, Dalton Bernard, Kincaid, right? we didn't even mention. Dalton Kincaid is a huge part of this Ooh. offense that won't wasn't there last season. Yeah, that's huge. Um, that's what she said. And yeah. and and for the, uh, I think the you know the Bills have had trouble in the red zone in the past, and I think that Kincaid will help with that among other things. Like he looked, he looked like he was like super fast um, in the preseason, and like we are, we all know about his hands. Um, very dynamic player. Um, and then Damian Harris. Like for those short yardage situations, um, especially in the red zone, um, and you don't have to have Allen like quarterback sneaking at every play <laughs> necessarily either. But I think those two players are going to help them in the short yardage situations also. And then and Kincaid could just break it at any time. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same with James Cook, like you mentioned, Captain Cook over there. I got to keep giving out these guys nicknames because we just had Chris Berman on for an interview. And if you haven't heard that, please listen to it. It is, it was a really fun interview. I mean, Chris is the coolest guy ever. Um, we had a lot of fun. I mean, our name circling the wagons is based off of, you know, nobody circles wagons like the Buffalo bills, the, the Chris Berman quote. And I didn't even think about this at the time. Cause I know Chris Berman is great at nicknames, but that's kind of a staple of our podcast. Not, you know, not coincidentally, that just happens to be something that we like to do. But Captain Cook, again, you mentioned Dalton Kincaid breaking it at any time. Captain Cook can break it at any time, too. And we have not had a running back like that since McCoy after he first got here from Philadelphia in the trade. We haven't had a running back like that. And I'd argue maybe James Cook is a little bit faster. Maybe not as shifty as Shady was, but faster. So it's a lot of things to be excited about. I mean, th- and this goes for the, the season in general, not just this Bills-Jets game. But the season in general, I think there's a lot of things that Bills fans should be excited about. I think Bills fans are excited. I think we're a little bit weary. It is going to be a big test, John, this this first game on Monday Night Football. I wish it was a little bit more of a layup of a team. Um, but, you know, you're playing in New Jersey. It's going to be the Jets' season home opener there. It is 9-11, which you know the place is going to be just – it's just going to be a crazy atmosphere for Jets fans, for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has a huge chip on his shoulder. If you think about it, because this was something that he wanted the whole time, the whole time was to be let go of Green Bay and traded somewhere that would like try to build around him and try to make him the focal point. And he got that. So now he has to perform and we know he can perform. We've seen him do it before, but Sean McDermott has had good success against, you know, Aaron Rodgers as well. So uh, this is going to be an interesting game. John, the, the Jets or the Bills are favored by two and a half points over the Jets. This is our first bet that we're going to talk about. Two and a half point favorites. Who do you have on this one? Bills by a billion. <laughs> you have Bills as... So I'm going to tell you that I asked Chris about this, Chris Berman, about the Bills game. And he wouldn't come out and say that the Bills are going to lose, but you could tell in his voice he wasn't very confident about it. And he mentioned all the things I just mentioned about it being 9-11, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm going to... I think I'm giving the points to the Jets on this one. And this is just... Because it's an emogulation. <laughs> I think the Bills yes. could still win this one. I think it's going to be a close game, though. And so you're, it's very specific. You're saying the Bills are going to win by one or two points. I'm not saying the Bills are going to win. I'm saying they can win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying the Bills are going to win. Um, because everything I just mentioned just seems to be going in the Jets' favor. Now, the Jets have a very not good offensive line. I'd feel a lot better if Von Miller was in there. I would definitely put a little bit more towards the Bills' 
in favor of like, you know, getting some pass rush, but um, they don't have that. And middle linebacker is really a liability at this point. Terrell Bernard didn't take a, a snap in preseason. So now we're just hoping that he can handle it after his injury. Uh, that leads me to think that the Aaron Rodgers is going to pick on Terrell Bernard a lot in the past game. Luckily, Terrell Bernard is better in pass coverage than Tyrell Dotson. But, uh, you know, I've heard it said time and time again, the Bills are really going to, I think us as fans, and I was never a huge Tremaine Edmonds fan, I think I'm really going to miss him in pass coverage. I think he just clogs up a lot of lanes with his, you know, his size and his long wingspan that, you know, a guy like Terrell Bernard, who's like three inches shorter and like, 20 pounds lighter. He's just not going to do. So um, hopefully he brings some other things that Tremaine Edmonds didn't bring mostly in the run game or something like that. But I think they're, they're going to show that they're missing. Uh, I just see this as there's just so many things going against the bills that it just feels like, I mean, the jets are a tough team in general. Like I said, they lost once against uh, the jets last season. And then the second game, the, the jets play the bills really tough. So if you're taking all of those things into account, they haven't really lost anyone of significance on the roster and they've gained a hall of fame quarterback and they keep, you know, that middle of their defensive line of Quinn and Williams is so good. He's so good. And he always plays well against the Buffalo bills. CJ Mosley's a great linebacker. Um, they have sauce Gardner in the, in the secondary. I mean, I, I just see this, the bills are going to gain steam as the season goes on. And I think they're going to have a really good season. I just don't know if they're going to pull this one off. And I'm not saying that they can't, I'm hoping, I'm so hope that I'm wrong on this one. It just feels like everything you are. You're wrong. <laughs> I would love nothing more than if the bills obviously blow out the jets and I'm completely wrong in this bet because we're going to keep track of the bets as the season goes on. But I look at, look at last year. They, they like, they, the bills are strong starters now under McDermott, right? Like look, defending Super Bowl champions, the Rams, they, completely blew them out and then the afc number one seed the titans crushed them demolished them and then you know great start to the season obviously they started to have injuries after you know three or four weeks in the season but they were ready week one true true i just everything the you jets said, have distractions they have the, the whole hard knocks thing and everything else they have some banged up offensive linemen Aaron Rodgers is a weird dude. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's very weird. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. I just, it just, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that they can't. I really hope they do. But for some reason, this feels like I feel it like it's going like to be. It sounds like you're saying they can't. I, I, I'm saying that the Bills will win, and it's going to be close. It's going to be a nail biter. I don't think they blow them out. Do you think they blow them out, or it's just like by three or more, like the line is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask uh, Bard. Google Bard, the chat AI bot there. Who will, what will the final score of the Bills-Jets game? Watch Bard is like, I don't know. However, I can give you information. It's impossible to say for sure what the, what do you think the score will be? <laughs> Didn't Mike say that all you have to do, all you have to do is just tell them that like, you're going to off yourself and then they'll just do whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Thanks for that one. But I said, what do you think the score will be? He said, I think he, I, it's not a he or a she, it's Google Bard. I think the Bills will win the game by a score of 28 to 17. The Bills have a better offense and defense than the Jets, and I think they will be able to control the game. I, that's arguable about their defense, the Bills' defense. But However, the Jets have a young, intelligent quarterback in Zach Wilson, and he could make some plays that could keep the game close. Oh, man. Bard, not looking great on that, on that preview. But anyway, we're going to say... Uh, I don't know. Was was Mike really doing the the chat GPT, or is he just making it up? <laughs> he says he was, but I'm going to give it to the Bills based on based on that. What does Tech Mobile have uh, the simulation going as? Is that over? Oh, so I started to run a second simulation because um, not because they lost, but because you only get so much. So I ran a preseason game, and it only gives you so many stats. Uh, so I decided to run simulate week one, so I could get more stats so i haven't looked at that yet but okay. i can give you the first game's outcome i'm um, sure let, it won't count but i'm just curious what the first game's outcome is uh the bills won 28 21 oh, nice yep uh they ran 10 times for 43 yards uh josh allen was their leading rusher three times for 25 that's it um, wow <laughs> they passed for 279 53 completion eight first downs no interceptions uh, Gabriel Davis, three receptions, 115 yards was the leading receiver for the Bills. Wow. Um, 
the Jets 11 times, 67 yards rushing. Couldn't you see Davis being the leading receiver if Sauce Gardner is going to shadow Stephon Diggs? Could yeah, I mean three three catches for 115 yards. Obviously, throwing a deep. That's his Davis, game, right? but that's his game, deep <laughs> game, right? Yeah, the Bills. And you'd argue I, we were mentioning all, all the ways that the Bills are better. I'd say between Deontay Hardy and Trent Sherfield, their number three and number four receivers, not even including Dalton Kincaid, are better than they've had in a long time. Like besides maybe you know John Brown and Cole Beasley when before you know they both went downhill. Um, yeah, this this is a good wide receiving court. But go ahead. Yeah, and uh, Aaron Rodgers, 64% completion percentage, 247 yards, one pick. And Garrett Wilson was their leading receiver, six receptions, 174 yards. Um, But uh, wasn't good enough as the the Bills beat the Jets, 28 to 20. It only matters in fantasy, man. Congratulations on your 160, 70 yards or whatever. (laughs) You're not winning. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care if Garrett Wilson has 300 yards. The Bills win. Who cares? Like I don't, I don't care about the stats like that. I care about wins and losses. So cool, man. That's fun. Um, keep us. I'm, so I'm not going to count that one, but let me know when that game is done. But I want to hear about your other bets for this. And actually, actually, what we're going to do, John, is we're going to do this. If you're listening on the Bubble Rumblings Podcast Network, which we're still a part of for now, um, you can head on over to our new podcast feed that just features only our podcast, and you can hear. The rest of this game preview, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Bills, obviously, and then we're going to talk about um, a few other bets that we think are going to be interesting, and then we're probably going to mix it into a parlay uh, somehow uh, and do it from there. So like, if you guys are following us on our own feed, please do. Uh, if you just search Buffalo Rumblings on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or, or I'm sorry, not Buffalo Rumblings, if you search Circling the Wagons on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, you'll find our own feed there. If you were already subscribed, you've heard the Chris Berman interview three days earlier. So uh, good for you on doing that. So please follow us over there. So for me, Nate, go Bills, and we'll talk to you guys over on the new feed. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, This is Nate. I'm joined by John. We're on our own separate podcast feed right now. Um, Nate Dog. Yeah. yeah. Now we can have fun, man. Now we're on our own feed. Like we're no no more corporate BS. <laughs> Nate Dog. John, John, do you have a nickname? I never gave you a nickname. We're the podcast of nicknames. I said earlier, but I never gave you a. Do you have one um, that I never knew about? Like me no, from college it's, or something? It's not T Bone, is it? <laughs> I like T Bone, man. That T Bone's <laughs> a sweet nickname. <laughs> do you want to be T Bone? You can be T Bone. I don't know. <laughs> J-Bone? Jigsaw? I don't know. Something cool. We'll come up with something cool. I need Mike in for this one. I can't just do that one on my own. I should ask Chris Berman. So so it's funny in that in that interview, um, I asked I totally bombed, by the way. I totally bombed. I love talking about the times that I screw up. But the first thing he's like, I, I said asked him, Do you have any nicknames for the current Bills roster? And he's like, Yeah, he's like uh he pulled he literally had like all the sheets. He's old school. He does not I mean he has a cell phone, but he doesn't use the internet because I offered to do like a a link like we do for most interviews. He's like, no, no. He's like, phone is good. So he had all 32 rosters next to him. So he was like, you know, he had some nicknames written out or whatever already. And so he's, I was asking him about nicknames. I said, Hey, you know, I have a few, if you, if you want some, so he's talking about Dawson Knox and I'm like, you know, one we call him on the podcast is the jugger Knox, right? Like I have a t-shirt about it. He's like, Oh, I like that one. You know, like, like old Swami, like Boomer would be, Oh, I like that one. He's like, if I use that one, I'll let you know. So then of course, you know, obvious Nate, like I take it too far. I'm like, Oh, he's into this. I got to keep going. Right. So he's like, he's going over the roster. He's like, well, there's Tyler Bass is like, Hey, have you ever seen dumb and dumber? (laughs) 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 I was like, how about uh, kick some ass T bass? (laughs) <laughs> kick some ass t-bats i went i didn't even go for like another good one like matt milano cookie which he liked he did like milano cookie right he liked that one um and he did <laughs> captain cookie like but of course i went for kick some ass t-bats he's like well dude it's a family show <laughs> he's like it is owned by disney it is owned by disney and i'm like yeah i'm such a why did i go why couldn't i just take that like one level of like oh that's good acceptance and then just go like a slight level above why do i have to go for the this the gusto the swearing one that's just yeah. well it's it's better than third and cole <laughs> i was not going to bring up third and cole i didn't need him to, thank you i didn't need him to crush 
<laughs> you warned me before that interview. You said, don't use Thurn Cole. You don't want to use lose all credibility. He might have hung up right away. He might have he might have either been like, dude, we gotta hang out next time I'm in Buffalo, or like I'm gonna end this phone conversation right now. <laughs> Cause that's how polarizing Third and Cole is. Um, he has some really cool stories though. For those of you that haven't listened, please check it out. He talks about his like one of his first remembering nicknames from like his first memory of a nickname they came up with it like in college or or high school even for baseball players. It is really cool, fun interview. So please check that out. Um, we were talking Buffalo Bills uh, uh, bets. Uh, John had the had the Bills with. Uh, two and a half points. So he has the bills winning by three or more. I have the jets with the points. So I still think the bills could win by two or one, two or one, not a whole lot of points in between there, but, uh, or the jets might win this one. And again, this doesn't indicate like a bad season. Like the bills lost to the jets last season. And I still think that they had a really good season. Um, they lost three games by a combined eight points, right? Like they were a good team. And again, like we mentioned earlier, this is a team bringing back a lot of the same pieces and improved in a lot of different areas. So, uh, and only only really regressed in middle linebacker, I'll say. I think that's the one area. And maybe kickoff returner, punt returner, because Naheem Hines isn't there. But we don't know about Hardy yet. We'll see. So let's... Right. And, they, and they increased, right? Offensive line. They got McGovern, Os- Os- Osiris Torres. Um, they got another excellent uh, pass catcher, Kincaid. Uh, another running back, in, uh, Damian Harris. Like, they added a lot, too. John, don't forget my boy Latavius Murray back there. I know you're not. I mean, you got you got Captain Cook as the one, and then at two A and two B, you have Harrison Murray. Like that's a good punch. I mean, could you? We could argue that this is the best running back group. I mean, Dave, mind you, Harrison Latavius Murray aren't great running backs. They're pretty darn good. That's really good depth behind Cook. You know. So here's a question for you, because one thing that worries me about the Jazz is we're not going to be able to run against them. <laughs> So Josh Allen running becomes a factor. What are the what's the over under for Josh Allen rushing yards in this game? Oh, uh, let's see. Let me see what he did last season against the Jets. Just curious. And then I'll base my decision off that. So the Bills lost in week nine last season. The Bills went six and two. They lost to the Jets twenty to seventeen. Josh Allen had eighty six yards rushing and two touchdowns. <laughs> He had 205 yards passing, but two interceptions, right? It's not a great day passing, but he did have a good day running the ball. So you're talking 86, <laughs> okay. So 80, 85 yards in the one, 86 yards, whatever I just said. And for the second game, Josh Allen had 47 yards rushing and one touchdown. He's never passed. So I mentioned he passed for 205 yards and two touchdowns. In the second game, he passed for 147 yards and one touchdown. So not not great passing performance by either in either game. He took three sacks that game. I'm thinking it's going to be closer to 86 than it is 47. I'm thinking it's going to be closer to. I mean, because he didn't have to run as much the second game. The Bills were leading for most of that game, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, they were up 17 to seven. Yep. Then they, they never they never didn't have the lead in that game. So I think that's part of it. Um, I think the, the the lead's gonna go back and forth in this one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say around seventy five yards. What do you think of that? Seventy five yards and a touchdown. Ooh, adding touchdowns to it. I'm actually I'm curious to see what it actually is. Um I could see something like that, like seventy plus yards. Well what's nice is they might have the ability to actually run the ball this season between the tackles. This is going to be a huge test though for Cyrus Osiris Torrance, a rookie. Um their new left guard in Connor McGovern, Mitch Morris playing with both of those guys. I mean, this is technically the it's, it's a strength of the offensive line is the middle. Yeah, it's possible. They did a lot of runs up the middle in the preseason. Like they're getting ready for it. So, um it'd be nice to see a screen pass. I wouldn't mind seeing a screen pass, <laughs> you know, a draw play, something a little bit different that's a very normal play that they haven't run. Yeah, it, it's also going to be very interesting what Dorsey does after having a full year under his belt because, like, now he's got the two tight ends, which is something that they've been trying to do for a while. Um, it's going to be very It's a big X factor. Dorsey in his second season is a big X factor now that he's got a better offensive line and now that he's got better receiving weapons. And, but I think, John, that is a big X factor. Let me know what you think about this. I think. Sean McDermott calling the plays for defense is even a bigger X factor just because he hasn't done it in a little while. So we're hoping that Dorsey can stick it, take a step forward. 
given what he's learned in his rookie season as a coordinator. But then we're also hoping that, you know, Sean McDermott can get that groove back, baby. Like he's got to, he's got to remember how good he was, you know, just like what, since 2016, when was he a defensive coordinator? He came to the bills in 2017. So 2016. So what is that? That's seven seasons since he's been a defensive coordinator. The other interesting thing is he, he let assistant head coach, Eric Washington call the plays in the last preseason game. Um, and I remember he was asked about it after the after the game. If he would do like what who would call plays week one. He's you know obviously he's like ah oh, well we'll see <laughs> you know like he doesn't he didn't tell him tell him but um but that's interesting too like it if only just to have Washington have that experience if 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 McDermott feels like he needs to look at other things during a particular game or something but I I, I do think it's gonna be consistent like whatever they end up deciding I think I don't think it's gonna be like oh some you know like half the games I'm gonna do a half the games you are I think it's gonna be one or the other probably McDermott but agreed agreed uh, but luckily I mean it seems like McDermott and Bean always have a backup plan and always prepared for a lot of different scenarios and this is just another scenario and it's good to see that they're they're not just stuck in one spot they have to be they're not they're not too rigid you know what i mean sure like if frazier doesn't come back you know cuz I, I, I nobody gave any details on um why he's taking year off but maybe eric washington becomes defensive coordinator next year type of thing yeah exactly which he has experience in so it's not that big of a step for him one of the things we were just mentioning like changing routines like the bills doing the bills have two starters on offense that are rookies and the bills tend to not start rookies, John, especially if you think about Osiris Torrens, he wasn't a first round pick. He was a second round pick. How reluctant have the bills been to start rookies when they're not a first round pick. And also if there's competent veteran presence ahead of them, like Ryan Bates, like give the bills credit. Like we just mentioned, you know, how the, how they're kind of changing their styles and methodologies and the way that they see things like that's that's one thing I was thinking about today is Osiris Torrance being named the starter is a break from their normal routine which is let these guys sit if you have a guy that's even close to the same level you let the the rookie sit but I think they've started to realize like that might be holding them back a little bit because you're sure you're protecting them from the live bullets when you know the NFL moves so fast but if you don't get any experience then you won't be ready when the bullets are flying in live play so so i i i kind of like that i like that they're not so it's hard to predict them what they do in the draft what they do starting because they're changing they're evolving almost so yeah and even i mean even a middle linebacker right Chell bernard's a very young player um who, you know he got he got some game time last year but not a ton they had faith in him um, obviously, right? Because they didn't bring anybody else in, draft or free agency to compete. Really, it was, it was who they already had: Dotson, you know, anybody else after Dotson that wasn't really a, a true like AJ Klein. They brought back and Specter. I don't think those guys were, were true threats. I think it was going to be Bernard or Dotson, and um, they obviously had a lot of faith in, in Bernard. Yeah, and that that goes a long way because, like you said, I mean, even when he did play in spot duty last year, he played in for Matt Milano. It wasn't even for Tremaine Edmonds. So, yeah, I mean, good on them. I mean, hopefully it's a gamble that works out. But yeah, so John, did that? Is that simulation still going on? No. Yep. Yes, it is. You just did a face um, So What just happened? If I, if I had to be honest, not going well. I um, I, it, I ran a simulation and then I just reset it and then I'm running another. Sim- Why'd you reset it? Gonna, Why'd you reset it? I lost. And then uh, <laughs> oh, John, 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 John. I might. I, I'm gonna have to reset this one too because they're getting crushed in this. John, one. John, Zach Wilson is playing. So Aaron Aaron Rodgers got injured and Zach Wilson just threw a long forty yard pass. That's not good. John, you can't reset it every time the Bills lose. Just because nah, you don't. I, I think I can. Okay, though. so I'm gonna have it as Tecmo Bowl <laughs> thinks agrees with me. It's going to be a close game. Or... I don't know. I don't know how realistic it is AJ Klein just got a sack. I don't. Is he on the team? I don't. I don't think so. So this isn't super realistic. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. Um, you know what we got to do is we got to wait for the week one rosters to come out. So, <laughs> well, it's week one. What are they waiting for? <laughs> like, geez. can't you update it? Can't you update the rosters? I didn't do it. It was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> it says updated July twenty fifth. Oh, geez. Okay. All right. All right. So. 
Anyway, we'll just go with it for now. We have the, the let's go with the, the first jets. game. Why no, did no, I no. run any other? Well, simulations? that's your fault. You feel felt like you needed to run another simulation. I just wanted more stats, <laughs> but like this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like it's like in college or something when you're doing a lab and you're not getting the results you need to get. Like when you do the thing and you're just like, nah, I'll just fudge it. They won't know. <laughs> like I know, I know what I'm supposed to be getting. Eh, it's uh it's uh, 300. <laughs> oh, Bills just came back. 42-31. Boom. They won. <laughs> Good one, too. Uh, it says Josh Allen, five touchdown passes. I don't uh, – I'm not listening to any of this because you just you, – you, you're like you're like Brady deflating the balls because, you know, it's it's in your favor. Let me we, tell you, Gabe Davis is catching all the long passes. Gabe. I, I wanted to tell him, you know, the sideline surgeon, the, the Count Dragula. Nicknames to to Berman, but that just never came up. So it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, that's enough. I don't really need to keep doing this with you, Nate. He said he, the, he like, said he would give us was... credit though on the on the on the broadcast. So if 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 you hear that, let us know. That's awesome. Yeah, especially since neither one of us get ESPN. <laughs> exactly. How are you gonna watch it, man? If you don't get ESPN, right? I think this first game, if I read it correctly, will be on ABC locally. Okay. Uh, even in Rochester. Um. Oh, didn't get the onside kick. All right. Anyway, um, did he? Did Berman actually give like uh, any good nicknames like himself for the Bills current roster? Um, he had one for Diggs. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was like, "How do you Diggs me now?" or something like that. Um, I'd have to listen back, but um, I'm trying to think. I don't think he had a lot. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, luckily, like our friend over at the Water Buffalo Club 716T, she like set this all up for me. So it's all credit to Therese. Um, if you haven't seen the Water Buffalo Club hats, they're like the big blue hats with the horns on them and stuff. But John, like I feel like I should text her like our top five nicknames for the Bills, okay? So he's already heard Captain Hook and the Juggernauts and the Tyler Bass one that he hates, <laughs> that he can't say no matter how much he likes it. Uh, which ones would you add to there? Um, that you like because it's mostly going to be skills players, right? Like you're not going to get like like Osiris Torrens, like Osiris the virus or cyborg or whatever. Like that's that's not going to come up, right? Um, uh, it could. I mean, if like he lands a block that springs like Cook for an extra twenty yards or something or a touchdown, it could be it could be something. I like. What do you think about this? Um, I like Dalton can catch. I like Dalton can catch. You like that one? I don't have that's a better one for Kincaid. No, that's pretty good. I like that one. Dalton can yeah. catch. Okay. Captain Cook. He already knows that one because I told him that one. Um, uh, what else? Ed Oliver. Sometimes I call him Mr. Ed because he likes horses, but I don't know if that one will come up. Matt the, Miss- yeah. Matt the Missile Milano. I gave him that one. What do you like better? Matt, Matt the Missile or Milano Cookie? <laughs> I I personally like Matt the Mil- I mean, the Matt the Missile sounds cool because he's always like – he's coming down – like a missile, like right in in the backfield, but like Milano Cookie is just cool, right? Like it's just a cool. It makes sense. It's it's it's, it's yeah. It seems like a more classic thing. He right? liked like, Berman liked Milano Cookie better. I could see Berman liking. Them. I said I was like you know Maddie the Marauder, Matt the Missile, Matt the Milano Cookie. He's like oh yeah, everyone likes those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> you know Swami. Swami loves him some pepper Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> Remember on some of the Swami episodes, he would actually wear the you hat. You wear the hat. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, exactly. Um, some of the best things. Dude, I was reading. So before the interview, you know, I'm doing some research, doing Wikipedia. He's like, oh, you know, of course they have a section under him that's like he's drawn criticism for the way that he, like, you know, does games. Some people call it cheesy or corny or whatever. And I'm like, that's all the reasons why I love, <laughs> like, Chris Berman. Because otherwise, like, and I love – regular sportscasters like Bob Costas, right? Like Bob Costas is a great sportscaster. Like there's a lot of other guys in that. Like I like Joe Buck. People hate Joe Buck. I like Joe Buck a lot. I like, you know, some of those guys, you know, that like I loved Al, Al Michaels. Um, remember Dan Deardorff back in the, like those, those guys, uh, Frank Allen, Dan, Frank man. Allen, Dan, football. love those guys. Um, but like Berman was just like, it was just another level. It was like, he was just cool. It was like, I don't know. It's, it was like Madden. People loved Madden, right? Sure, there were some criti- some people that were critical of, of Madden's way of explaining football, but he was entertaining as hell if you were if you were listening to him. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, when the Bills get the ball, they're definitely gonna want to score a touchdown. 
at the end of the if, day, if, if given the choice, <laughs> I think what they're going to want to do here is take the ball down the field and score. <laughs> oh wow! You're right though. He was very entertaining. He was. I mean, it was it was entertaining. I mean, sometimes you rolled your eyes, I guess, for Madden, but like at the end, you're just like, he's he's good. Like he's fun. And it was it was a good combination, him and Summerall, really. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I love Pat Summerall too. Um, so, John, other bets. We talked about the Bills. We each have our picks for the Bills. What do you have for your other two bets? So, the Bills game will be the tiebreaker between um, our picks. But I have a couple of games. You want me to go first, or you want to go first? I don't. know. We can alternate if you want. Okay, you go um, first, then, and I'll yeah, then I'll go. This is your. Okay. Uh, we should we should come up with a nickname for this segment. Where like these are our locks because we have to bet the Bills game no matter what. That's just part of this betting on the Bills, right? This is our betting on the Bills segment where we bet on what the Bills game is. But I don't necessarily like the lines of every game. Certain games I like more than other games, right? The lines on them they just they just work better for you. Um, right. So, so so to recap, Nate thinks we're either going to lose or win by one or two points. And I think they're going to win by more. We than don't. We don't need to recap that. it. We don't need to recap. Okay. It, we <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So the first game that I would go for would be Green Bay. Chicago is favored by one. Um, In Chicago. I think, yeah, I th- I think Green Bay should be favored. Probably they're the better team. I don't know why Chicago is favored. I hype. Think they're talking about hype, right? It's got to be. I I think they're going to be floundering this season. I think Green Bay is going to be fine. I don't know if they're going to make playoffs, but I think they're going to be better than Chicago. They have a um, they still have a good, a pretty decent defense, great running game, really good receivers. Um, so I mean, obviously, we don't know about Jordan Love yet, um, but we know that Justin Fields isn't there yet, and we don't, you know, that's we'll see, but. I think Green Bay is going to win outright. And so I wouldn't even, you know, the last time I saw it, I saw Green Bay plus one was minus 112, but the money line is minus 105. So I would just take the money line, Green Bay. Right now I'm looking at the Twin Spires uh, sportsbook odds, and they have the the Bears by one still. So, yeah, I like that one a lot, John. I was kind of, I like that. I, I wasn't going to add that to my list, but that was like, that made the top five of games that I liked. I'm like, that one... That one doesn't seem right just looking at it. I mean, it's week one, though. Like, crazy things happen, right? Like, you think teams that are could start the season terribly, like I mentioned the Bills potentially losing, has no impact on how good the team actually is. It's still one game, right? Oh, for sure. Like, we, have a, we, like we do a pick em thing at work, right? Like, I'm picking Tampa Bay over Minnesota, which actually that might be a, a, a decent bet to make depending on the the spread um cleveland over cincinnati wait you're betting tampa bay over minnesota i i might you are nuts you are nuts is is it also taken into account it's it's, it's week one it's week one um so the for it for my work thing is just straight up like you're just picking the games it's straight up that's even less reason to do that why would you do because it's in tampa why would you ever think that the that the buccaneers have any chance of being the vikings with with Baker Mayfield is their quarterback. That that's the kicker is Baker Mayfield is it, it, he's he sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why that's why I didn't put him in my top two picks for this. Okay, week. okay, good, good, good. I'm glad. Oh but man, I I'm wish just, you I'm had just, at this point. I'm just I'm just saying that like week one can be pretty wild sometimes. So like keep that in mind. Okay, right? yeah, for when sure, for sure. Like that could be one of those games. I could see that. You're right, but. I'm not banking on that happening. I could see it now if it straight up is different. Like I could see it potentially with the points because the yeah. Bucks are favored by five and a half. I could see that yeah. potentially. I'm sorry, and the Vikings was, are favored by five, five and a half. Yeah, and it was six. Like I, I was, uh, I was about to bet Tampa Bay plus six, and then it went, and I was like, ah, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'll wait. I'll, I'll sleep on it, and then it went to five and a half. And I'm like, ah, dang, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta move now before it goes down. <laughs> Uh, I I don't think Minnesota like I'm I'm down on Tampa Bay, but I don't think Minnesota is going to be very good this year. So that's part of the reason for that. But um, but no, for my first my first pick for this um segment here is 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 Green Bay, and I would just take the money line. I think they're just going to win outright. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, if it's only one point, so yeah, so it doesn't really buy you much. Let's see the Packers. Yeah, just take the money line. You bet you win more with the. Actually, you know what? Let's see. If it's plus one, let's see what the difference is. If you, it's always better if you take the money line at the. No, they're 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 less likely to win. So you're going to make more money if you bet the odds, John. 
so when I checked last, it was Green Bay plus one was minus one twelve, or Green Bay money line was minus one hundred five, which would make you slightly more money. Yes, correct, correct. Five more. If you bet a hundred dollars, you win one ninety seven at the money line, correct, and one ninety two. So you're right. You're right. See, this is all about. I mean, I knew that. I knew that. I was just. I'm, I'm always right. <laughs> just, 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 just John, John should we should we call this segment the Swami Picks of the Week <laughs> for this? Something something cool, something different. So we, yeah. I like I like I like the Packers win a lot. I'm going to go with the uh, Jaguars against the Colts this week in Jacksonville. The Jaguars are only four and a half point favorites over the Colts. Um, when I checked earlier today, they were three and a half point favorites. So obviously that's changed. It's moved. Um, I think the Colts are not in for a good season. Um, I don't think that they were good last season. And this season, they don't have Jonathan Taylor. They have a rookie quarterback. Um, it's at home in Jacksonville, a team that just came off a playoff game where they, they could have beaten the Chiefs potentially, you know, uh, but they didn't. Uh, I think this is an upstart team. I think Trevor Lawrence takes another step in the right direction. Um, I think this is a good team. Um, I don't think they're a great team, but I think they're a much better team than the Colts are. And I could easily see that. I mean, if Jonathan Taylor was in the game, I think I might have my doubts a little bit. But there's absolutely nothing to make me think that, you know, the, the Colts have any chance of even being close to staying in this game, especially with a rookie quarterback. I mean, if he plays, we watched Anthony Richardson play against the Bills in the preseason, and he threw an interception right into the hands of Dane Jackson. Nobody throws interceptions right into the hands of Dean Jackson. He's never necessarily in the spot to just catch interceptions. You need to I mean that that takes some that takes some guts. So I'm going with the Colts on that one. You don't like that one though. I saw your face. You don't like that one. You think uh, or I'm sorry, I'm going with the Jaguars on that one. Four and a half. Yeah, I I, I don't I, I love Jacksonville this year. I think they're gonna win the division. But it's I feel like this game's gonna be closer, more like a three point game. Um, I think the Colts are going to play them tough. Uh, you know, they got a new coach, new quarterback. Um, I, I don't feel comfortable betting this game either way. The Colts have a new coach, a new quarterback. Listen to what you, everything you're saying. They have a new head coach. They have a rookie quarterback. Like, but what I'm saying is like, they're going to play hard. No for Taylor. Coach. You know, it's like, oh, you know, you know, I guess you could, you could argue either way. Every team I, plays I don't, hard for their coach. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable either way on this game. I wouldn't bet. The Colts or the Jaguars. I, I, I like the Jaguars in general. I think they're going to win their division, but I, I don't know. If it was like less than three, if it was like two and a half or something, then I'd probably go for the it. The Jaguars are one playoff win away this season, if they win one in the postseason, to being like Super Bowl favorites next season. Like that's how, that's the that's the trajectory they're on right now. And I mean, it's not unreasonable to say that right now. So I don't know. I think that, I think they come away with this one. John, what's your, what's your other game that you like? What's your, what's your Swami pick your second Swami pick of the week? All right. Okay. Tennessee plus three over New Orleans. Yes. Okay. Wait, Tennessee is not favored. No, it's the saints are favored by three. Oh yeah, for sure. And I kind of like the saints this year, but not as much as, as of everybody else. So, <laughs> and you know the Titans coach. I mean, they—he's got him. He's always got him prepared. So I I wouldn't count out the Titans completely, and I I think that this particular game, like the Saints are overhyped and the Titans are undervalued, and it, it just seems like the perfect storm of all that. And uh, is Michael Thomas even coming back? I don't think he's ready. Is he? Is he healthy? Yeah, oh, he's he's ready. He's he- yeah. But Alvin Kamara's out for the first four weeks, right? He's suspended. Yeah, he's he's suspended for three games. Um, they got Jamel Williams. That's a good. That's a that's a decent backup, though. And a, and a rookie, but who's been hurt? But you know they got David Carr coming in. You know, I do like the Saints, but I think in this particular game, like the the Saints are being overhyped and the Titans are being undervalued. That they still got Derrick Henry. You know, they still got you know, Tannehill's still competent. Still competent, yeah, exactly. Um, I'd say I think I'd argue I that he's, gonna be, he's proven more yep. in this league than Derrick Carr has. I think they're going to be well prepared. Um, yeah, I trust. I trust Vrabel. I don't even know who the Saints head coach is. Do you know? 
<laughs> we're like, I know it's not Sean Payton, Dennis Allen. I don't even know who Dennis Allen is. Let me tell you, I, the Bill, I'm looking at this Tecmo Super Bowl simulation. The last three games the Jets have won. <laughs> the last game, Allen was 33% completion percentage for 17 yards. <laughs> the leading receiver was Diggs, one catch, 17 <laughs> yards. What happened? Dude, it's, it's, it's a sign. It's a sign. Uh, it's a sign that it should have stopped. It's a sign that I know game. after that preseason game. So, so this the Tecmo Bowl simulation is like it's cool for the preseason game. We'll let the Bills destroy the Jets, but every oh, game after. Oh, 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 wait, it's only halftime. I'm sorry. No, okay, okay. So, well, it's, I stopped. It's, they're, only dumb, I stopped they're only done by they're only done by seven. <laughs> they can still win. So you have the Titans plus three. Okay, gotcha. So I so my second game. I like that one. I agree with you. I, I I do think I see the Titans being undervalued. Again, a hype thing. Um, I know that they didn't do well last year, but Tannehill was injured most last year, right? So um, the other game that I like, and and I think it's got to do with the fact that, like, I feel like this team is just, they're the super, they, sure, they lost the Super Bowl, but, like, it's still a really good team. And I know that Belichick has a good defense, and he's a defensive-minded coach. But I like the Eagles as four-point favorites over the Patriots. I, I'm going to pick the Eagles there. I think they win by five or more. It's in New England. But, I mean, John, like this is this is a good team. I mean, the Eagles might have even gotten better in the offseason as well. Uh, they just seem – I mean, remember, they drafted like all those Georgia Bulldogs. Like, you know, they just – it seems like they're on the right path, man. They keep on doing what they're doing. They're a team that could have easily won the Super Bowl if not for some phantom holding call against the Chiefs, uh, which I still stand by that. I mean, sure, it was a hold, but they don't call that 99% of the time. Uh, so, and only to be four points against the Patriots, uh, which I still checked, like Mac Jones is still their quarterback. There's no reason to think at all that um, I think that the, the Patriots will even stay within four points or within a touchdown even of the Eagles. John, what do you think about that one? Eagles plus four or Eagles minus four rather. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'd, if I had to, I'd bet on the Eagles, but again, I, that's another game I probably wouldn't bet on. So if we were um, to do a parlay, then we have four games. Then if you had to pick one of mine, which one would you pick the Jaguars one or the Eagles one? Oh, I wouldn't pick either one. Yeah, sounds like it. Jeez. I was like, and, oh, and you have I, good picks, and you're just like not not that I would bet the pa- not that I would bet the Colts or the Patriots, but I probably would bet the Jaguars and the Eagles, but because they're good bets, I, I'd rather not bet if I had the choice in those particular games. Okay, I had like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, I had like maybe nine games that I might bet, and maybe <laughs> six or seven that I wouldn't. You and pick I picked some, I picked all I of the six or seven that you wouldn't bet on. Okay, all right, cool. Did you include the? I mean, they could, they could change between now and Sunday, depending on things. But you know, first week of the season, not much usually changes. So I don't, I don't think it would. I mean, we've because Belichick is a really good defense, right? Like, and he has had I, all like offseason the, to prepare for it. I like the Eagles, but like, and the the Patriots' offense is at least their passing game is suspect. But running game and good defense, like they play ball control, they could. And I'm not saying they're going to win, but be closer than you think, type of thing, you know. Uh. I, I know what you're saying. I don't agree though. I think the I think the Eagles route them. Yes. If I had a pick, I would pick the Jacksonville game between that and the Eagles. Okay, so you like that one if better? I, if I'm pick, I like your Jacksonville pick better better than your Eagles. Okay, so let's do a parlay. Let's do. Um, uh, I like your Packers pick more than your Titans pick, although I do like that one as well. So let's say we pick the Jaguars. Actually, the line moved. Of course, it did. Not towards the better, just like you were looking at the uh, at the one game. Now I see Jaguars as minus seven. <laughs> oh wait, no, this is. I'm sorry, this is another game. This isn't week one. I think the Bills are going to win this one. The simulation. Oh yeah, the simulation. Yeah. So the Jaguars are plus five or minus five rather, and I like the Packers. Packers being plus one a lot. Ten dollars. If we bet ten dollars on that, we make. We'll do the money line on the Packers, right? Like, oh yeah, we're going to do the yes. John, you're so good at betting, man. Jeez. I forgot what a shark you are. No way I'm going to be able to keep up with you. So you bet $10. We win two bets. Pay. We bet $10. We win 20 on a parlay. Two pick parlay. Sound good? Sure. Cool. Cool. All right. If you guys have any thoughts on that, feel free to tweet us, DM us, email us, see what you guys think. Um, we started the best ball fantasy league draft this last uh, 
Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday. And uh, so we we did that. That was a cool experience. If that goes well and we like it this season, uh, we'll do maybe more next season because you can do a bunch of them. Um, that's what I love about it. I love the fact that I don't have to set lineups every week. <laughs> I love the fact that it's one and done, um, but I also get to pay attention to my team every season or every week rather. So uh, I'm excited about that. What do you think about your team, John? I have mixed feelings. <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience in best ball. Um, I've done dynasty and redraft, but it's it it was definitely different. I I think I like my team better than yours, but I don't think I'm going to win anything. <laughs> oh, I hate my team. I hate my team. If you have the first pick in the draft, it's like the worst pick, you know, because then you don't pick again to like 24 picks or something like that. Yeah, it really depends on the year. I think a lot of times, like sometimes picking like at the end of the first round is great because you get that second you know, almost like two first round picks. Oh, yeah. But then, then you wait like 30 picks or whatever it is, but you know, between your 24 picks. But so, yeah, it could go either way. I mean, you, I'm not you making pick, excuses. I still might beat you very handily, but you, you won't, but <laughs> you, you could pick fifth or sixth. Why is it? Because Justin Fields is my starting quarterback. <laughs> is that among why? other things? <laughs> Justin Fields. I had to get the Justin Fields. I had to get the Justin Fields, DJ Moore stack. I had to. <laughs> Or else I wouldn't have taken them. That's that. pretty good. Maybe not as good as Prescott and Lamb, but no, that's a really good stack. <laughs> I kind of lucked into that one, but you ever um, you ever pick up a a player or position too early because you think there's going to be a run on it, and then there's not for three more rounds, and you're like, shit, <laughs> like, shit. I no, no. <laughs> okay, all right, John, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what it's like to lose, Nate. <laughs> uh, well, this was a lot of fun. Again, uh, definitely check out that Chris Berman interview that we did uh, just a few days ago. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you do one on Spotify, just take a screenshot of, of it for me so I can um, verify that you guys did that. Uh, so real quick, I'm gonna we're going to do our first giveaway of after the Monday Night Football game. And... Uh, one of the things that like, so I just, just to give you guys scheduling announcements, since one of the reasons, again, why we're, you know, kind of on the outs with Buffalo rumblings is that they only allow us to post uh, Monday at noon for like post games. So this is a preview game. So this will be, well, the first half of it will be playing um, on the Buffalo rumblings podcast network and we'll do a post game show. Now we're not allowed to normally post it on the rumblings podcast network, but if you follow us, like like you have been, if you follow this feed, you are going to get that one uh, right after the game. Uh, I'm going to post it right after the game. Why not? I will be up late that night. So I plan on doing Twitter spaces. So for those of you that are new listeners, those of you that have been following us for a while, last season I did something new. I did some uh, Twitter spaces after the game, which basically allows like you know six or seven different people to come in on Twitter if you're following us at CTW Pod, like Circling Wagons Pod. If you're following us, uh, you're able to call in, quote unquote, call in and talk and give your thoughts on the game that just played. With six primetime games, I can't see us doing Twitter spaces because they're literally right after the game, and which is when we record at like 1130 at night. So I can't take another half an hour to do a Twitter space, then make the guys wait. It's just not fair. Um, so uh, we'll be doing Twitter space. We won't be doing one for this Monday Night Football, but stay tuned. Uh, we should be doing one the week after after that game. So my plan is to release those Twitter spaces right after we do them. So like if it's a four o'clock game, like that'll probably be posted around five o'clock. So if you want to listen to some post game, you know, talk, you know, while they're still doing like the post post game radio show, like you can hear it then. And then we'll do our normal podcast, which I'll release the, you know, the next morning. So um, that's, that's the schedule tentatively for circling the wagons podcast. Um, I wanted to read a couple of, uh, a couple of reviews, John, that we've gotten since um, our last podcast. Uh, all these people are into, have been uh, entered into the, the first t-shirt contest, which we'll do at the post game show next, this, this coming Monday night football. Um, we have Philly science guy, Philly science guy wrote longtime listener. I'm just a bit older. And the guys remind me of me and my friends sitting around talking about the bills and football, following them over from the Buffalo rumblings network. I love when I hear, uh, Thank you, Philly Science Guy. I love when I hear people say that because that's that's kind of was the intent of this show was like to talk, you know, have fun, make fun of each other, and like you know, talk bills in the meantime. So um, I'm glad you guys get that too. Kron writes, K R O N writes, must listen. 
Longtime listener on Buffalo Rumblings. Glad to follow you guys on your own pod. Honestly, not a fan of all the shows on BR on Rumblings. Always had to delete a few to get to yours. Great Bill's content. You guys crack me up. And listening to your friendship and the conversation feels like we are a part of it. Also love your T Public store. People definitely need to check it out. Have a few in my closet. And one last thing, go Bills. That was from Karen. That's cool. That's uh, awesome. I did. I she shouted out our T Public site. We have like I just put in like twenty new Bills designs in our T Public store. So check that out. Um, the link is in the show notes for the podcast. Um, check out all those. Um, we're gonna do that giveaway I said on Monday. But if you want to get any that are gonna be on sale this uh, this this weekend, um, check it out there. And Secker twenty six writes different from the rest. It is obviously is obvious these guys are not professional sports people. <laughs> I just love I just love that they wrote that. It is obviously these guys don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> um, you're not wrong. So, uh, <laughs> but but just fans who have basic knowledge in history and sports. But that's what makes them a great listen. If there was a wall of fame, wall of shame for podcast host, they would definitely be on the wall. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much. I wonder, we make the wall of fame and the wall of shame. So like, I wonder which one of us makes the fame and which one of us makes the shame. So it made it sound like uh, we each, we, we put one on each. So cool. Thank you guys all for that. Um, we have all five-star reviews on Spotify. So I want to keep that going. Again, if you take a, if you take, if you make the review, just screenshot it and send it to me over uh, Instagram, uh, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, or whatever, or email us ctwpod at gmail.com just so I see it, and I'll put you in our database for uh, giveaway winners. And again, if you share the episode like through Spotify or um, Twitter or whatever, if you retweet it or whatever, um, or you put put in the podcast and just tag us in it, like I will put you put you down each time you do that too. It's not just you know the one time and you're in. Like you do that every week. You'll also get put in every week, and your odds of winning will get that much more likely. Like Eric Wood always says on his podcast, if you share, we'll double the the reach of you know this episode, this podcast, and, and you know tell a friend if you enjoy this too, because you know we love doing it. We love including you guys in it. We love that it's like a friendship show, like you and your friends. Like I've, I've heard that so many times, it really it really makes me feel good um, because we're definitely not film analysts. We're not film buffs. Uh, just friends that talk about the bills no matter what, and we might as well just do it in front of a microphone. So, so cool. Thank you guys all for listening. John, is there anything you want to add before the bills, the bills? I want to do my, my boomer impression, the bills and jets, Allen versus Rogers on Monday night football. What do you think? Any last thoughts? Uh, yeah, just two quick things. Uh, bonus bet chargers minus three over the dolphins. Cause the dolphins suck. <laughs> and the final simulation just came through. Regular season win. Bills 24 over the Jets 17. We had Ed Oliver three sacks. Von Miller even had a sack. It was really crazy. Uh, he came in off the sidelines. It was like a wrestling thing. He just came in from the tunnel, jumped into the ring, and just sacked Aaron Rodgers. He was he was super optimistic, and he just, he just played. And then uh, James Cook, 86 total yards. Um, we had Deontay Hardy, Four kick returns for 105 yards, 26.2 yard average. Dalton Kincaid, two receptions, 99 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, very dynamic player. Over under for yards and receptions for Dalton Kincaid this Monday night. It's got to be 99, right, based on that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to take the under on that one. (laughs) Under on yards and maybe over two receptions. (laughs) (laughs) Easy, easy. (laughs) <laughs> it's like going to be three yards, like I, I three receptions. I bet you it's going to be like we're expecting a lot, but I bet you it'll be closer to like five or six receptions. And I want to say like Ooh. it's probably going to be like you think that's high? I think that's high. That's high. Okay, five, <laughs> five receptions. First, first game for a rookie, five receptions, right? sixty-eight yards. That's my that's my prediction. Mm, I'd be very happy with that for a first. You game. think it's going to be under five receptions, or you think five is about right? I think five, five, sixty. How many touchdowns? Uh, one, one touchdown. I like that set line. That's a good set line. Five receptions, 68 yards, one touchdown. Yeah. First game for the rookie. I like it. Josh Allen, 120 yards passing. <laughs> 68 of those go to Dalton. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I, 134, 134 yards rushing <laughs> three, three hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Any other thoughts? You said you had that. What was the other? Oh yeah. You said that the, the Dolphins. The Chargers. Chargers minus three. Cool. Book it.
<laughs> I like it. Guarantee it. Appreciate all you guys listening. Again, this episode is brought to you by the Twinspire Sportsbook at Delago. Like we've mentioned so many times before, it's fun betting on your phone. Like it is. Don't get me wrong. We do it. But there's nothing. There's nothing like being at a sportsbook with the game on, placing a bet. And make sure you get there early, by the way, because those there's probably like 20 kiosks for betting. Those fill up like a half hour before the game. So get there early, put in your bets early and just enjoy, you know, the sports book there. They're, they have great food. We've gone there several times just for the food and obviously made some bets, but like they have great food there. Um, they made one of Mike's crazy, like Mike's Mike's so picky sometimes, man. I can say that cause he's not on the podcast. <laughs> he's not, he's not here tonight, but he's so picky. He was like, Oh, you know, can I get chicken fingers? But you know, I want the wing sauce that goes with the chicken fingers, the garlic parm. And they're like, yeah, we could do that. And they did it. And it was amazing. Don't get me wrong. Taste excellent, but I don't know. Just get the wings, man. Just get the wings. Why you gotta get the chicken fingers if you want? Like, but that's 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 Mike. His, I know he won't listen, so I can say his childlike palate enjoyed that very much. But uh, and I liked it too. I just I, I like the wings though too. So signing off for John. Go Bills. Uh, I'm gonna go with Buffalo eighty four uh, Jets three. <laughs> for me, Nate, go Bills. I have the Bills twenty two, the Jets twenty one. We'll talk to you guys again after the game. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, Nate. Um, well, listen, I, the whole show is called Circling the Wagons. Say no more. I love it. <laughs>